Hi everyone, I'm Robert Mitchell and what I'm going to do today is give you a little bit of guidance in the area of a thing called acceptance. So you may have heard of acceptance. It's a little bit of a buzzword along the same lines as mindfulness and resilience and so on. It gets bandied around a fair bit. It's very easy to interpret it and to assume that it means something along the lines of doing some mental gymnastics to help you to cope with intolerable situations. But that's not actually what acceptance is. In psychology, there is a technique which is key in psychology for working with anxiety and stress. And what it is is a thing called exposure therapy. So let's say you're an arachnophobe like I am. You can go along to London Zoo to the spider house and they run these sessions where they introduce you bit by bit to progressively larger and larger spiders starting off with a tiny little money spider and then working up to your average house spider and come the end of the day most people who've done this one day session come out with a tarantula in their hands and they're quite comfortable with that so the way that that works is that if we increase the amount of stress that we're dealing with over a period of time, a thing called habituation can occur. Either we become more sensitive to the source of stress and at some point or another we'll become emotionally overwhelmed or we habituate. Habituation means we get more comfortable with it then there's a big element of getting comfortable with our emotional states in meditation. So the way that that works is when you sit and meditate, your mind becomes reasonably calm over time. Let's say you, you know, spend a few months or years meditating. A meditation session usually begins with sitting and noticing your mind familiar with the the workings and the content of the mind and comfortable with the inner dialogue, the places that mind is taking you and so on. And what happens is you, your mind becomes calmer, the busyness reduces, the noise. And over time, what happens is you become more and more aware of your inner state, your emotional state. And so let's say you've got some background anxiety, some fear, some anger, some resentment, whatever it might happen to be, something that's kicking around. You know, I mean, living in a city of 8 million people, like I do, for example, even if you didn't have a few layers of that, then doing something like commuting is going to cause you a reasonable amount of stress. And so what happens is you become aware of this stress, and in the same way that we become familiar and comfortable with the mind in terms of the, the inner dialogue and the scenarios that the mind creates and things like worry and repetitive, persistent thought patterns, in the same way we become comfortable with that, we also become comfortable with our emotional state bit by bit. Right, so now having said that, life has its ups and downs. So one could just sit and meditate, notice the emotions arising, 
learn to get comfortable with it. But what will happen is when life becomes really tricky, that will become overwhelming. It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter how tough you are, we all encounter situations where our fears or our grief or our distress at the suffering of other people or our anxiety or anger can become overwhelming and then we become driven by our emotions and make emotional choices. And often emotional choices are unhelpful for our happiness because they're not rooted in logic, don't know if you've noticed, uh, they're rooted in a desire to either have something or avoid something. And that might not be necessarily what we want. So what we need is a technique to enable us to be able to approach our uncomfortable emotional states and to be able to spend enough time in an awareness of them that over time we can become familiar and comfortable with them. And then the advantage of that is when the next adversity arises, and unfortunately, life being what it is, we can't be too sure of anything other than adversity. You know, life and death is part of life. Success and failure is part of life. Gain and loss is part of life. And so the, the difficult things that occur can, can create a kind of wave of emotion. And then so what do we do? What we need is a way of being able to cope with that so that we don't become overwhelmed. So there's a whole bundle of techniques associated to this. And the one I teach is a thing called the neutral spot meditation. So I've been using this personally for about 10 years. It's useful in all sorts of situations and it's something that I don't use very much now, but I did find it incredibly useful at some points in the past when life got particularly tricky. And so it's effectively it's a meditation. What it consists of, the, the way that I describe it, the best way to look at it, it's a little bit like, let's say you're going swimming and you're going to go swimming in a pool and that pool is freezing cold. Before you dive in, it's quite likely that what you'll do is dip your toe in the water. What you're doing is acclimatizing yourself to it. So some people, some brave souls will dive in. <clears throat> the people that dive in are more likely to be people who spend a lot of time swimming. There's a clue there. So because they're used to getting into cold water, they get familiar with it, they get comfortable with it. For the rest of us that don't do a great deal of swimming, you know, serpentine in the middle of the winter and stuff like that, we're probably going to dip our toe in the water and go, oh dear, that's cold, and you maybe put a foot in and you might shimmy down the ladder and eventually away you go and you're comfortable. The guys that are there every day throughout the winter, they just go diving in. So what's happened is a thing called habituation. They've become comfortable and familiar with the experience of the freezing cold water. So when it comes to midwinter swimming, they're more resilient than the rest of us. 
And as the goal of what I teach is resilience, it's the ability to cope with adversity. This is a key practice and very, very useful. Okay, so let me explain it. It's a meditation and it can be done anywhere where, the, where you're meditating. Very important to remember the four rules of meditation. Okay. Number one, you're in control. Okay. So if this ever becomes uncomfortable, you simply stop. So let's say you are meditating and you find it overwhelmingly difficult or uncomfortable. And this actually applies to all meditation, not just this one, but we need to keep this in mind. You simply stop. Meditation isn't like exercise. Yeah? The amount of time that you spend on a particular meditation or the amount of time you spend with your mind clear, all of that kind of stuff, it's irrelevant. Okay. What you're doing is you're becoming familiar with the mind. So that's the intention. And this is the same with this meditation, neutral spot meditation. We're becoming familiar with the emotional part of the mind, the emotional part of the brain. So you're in control. You can stop doing it, you can give up on it and come back to the entire uh, practice at some later stage. There are a whole bundle of other practices that you can learn to help you respond to difficult emotions in a more helpful way. And I'll be teaching those over time, uh, but this is the, the starting point. So you're in control, you can stop the meditation on the day, you can stop doing this particular meditation. And if meditation becomes uncomfortable in itself, stop meditating and speak to me. The next of, of the four rules of meditation is baby steps. So you could do this for 10 seconds, you could do it for 30 seconds. There is no benefit to epic, heroic immersion in your emotional state. There is no benefit whatsoever. There's nothing that you can gain from it that you can't gain in a more useful and reliable way by introducing yourself to your emotional state in a compassionate and patient way. Right. So you're in control, baby steps. Third, fix your roof in the sunshine. This is a meditation to do when you're feeling powerful, not when you're feeling down. As a matter of fact, really, if you've got a morning practice, and you do your morning practice no, no matter what, then hats off to you. But it's not essential in any way for you to meditate when things are really difficult. You will get a greater benefit from this kind of practice if you do it when you're feeling powerful. So, you know, you feel like you have more control over your life, you feel in a better place. You know, life is a cyclical thing. We have a good part of our day, we have a good part of our week. For something like this, you're looking either for the good part of your week or you're looking for the good part of your month. And the fourth thing is do less than you can. Yeah? 
So if you can do this meditation for five minutes, do it for four minutes. If you can do it for 10 minutes, do it for eight minutes. Meditation is not a willpower-based, goal-oriented activity. It's a process of familiarizing yourself in a comfortable, sustainable way with your inner experience and then getting comfortable with it and learning about it so that you can guide yourself, you can help to cope with difficult times and difficult emotions, also help to cope with other people's difficult times and difficult emotions and be a benefit to yourself grow your happiness and grow other people's happiness. That's the purpose of the entire exercise. It's not a, a competition. You're not competing with anyone. You're just getting to know yourself. Okay, so as it's a meditation, what we do is we sit quietly. Get yourself comfortable. Back straight. Elbows by your side. You can close your eyes. I always do. But if you prefer not to, you can just look down past the tip of your nose. Find something on the floor to fix your eyes on. Half close your eyelids. That's just so you don't get distracted by anything that's going on around you. And notice how it feels to be you. Right here, right now in the present moment. Are you comfortable or uncomfortable? Are you cool or warm? Are you tired or alert? Are you tense or relaxed? Notice the feeling of being pushed into the ground. Notice the sense of where you are in the space that you're meditating in. Notice whatever you can hear, what you can taste, what you can smell. This is the smorgasbord, the buffet of the present moment, and you're choosing items from it to taste them, to savour them, to notice them. And you become aware of your breath. Notice the breath rising and falling. And we begin the meditation with a bell. Okay, so the first thing to do is to nominate part of your body that we're going to call the neutral spot. Okay, so this is never anywhere between your forehead 
and your belly. Reason for that is those parts of the body, they're the parts of the body that respond the most to stress. So if you've got any emotional discomfort, generally speaking, it shows up somewhere in that part of the body between the forehead and your belly. So people get butterflies in their tummy, they get a tight chest, they grit their teeth, they clench their fists, they furrow their brow, they squint, they clamp their jaw. This is the area of the body where we usually feel emotional discomfort. And instead choose something else. So what I do is I choose my knee. And because at first I'm not really aware of much sensation coming from my knee, it's not the most sensitive part of the body, what you do is you just tap your knee with your fingers. Now notice you can do two things. One is you can notice the sensation of the fingers and the other thing you can do is you can notice the sensation of your knee, how the knee feels being tapped by the fingers. And you allow yourself to notice that sensation. It's a feeling. It's a physical sensation. We might be able to let go and then we, we've still connected to the knee. We've got a feeling in the knee. We can feel the clothing. We can feel coolness or warmth. And so there we are. We're connected with a neutral part of the body. Other parts of the body, some people use their feet. Don't do that if you're a foot tapper. What that means, it's, it's a part of your body you're using to express emotional states. You can use your feet, you can use your calves, your elbows, the outside of your shoulders. Some part of the body that never gets associated with an emotion. And then what you're doing is allowing yourself from time to time for your awareness to move from the neutral spot, in this case the knee, to wherever in our body we feel our emotional discomfort. Now this clearly only works for those of us that do feel emotional discomfort in our body, but that's most people. So most people at some point or another, they get a sensation, a lump in their throat, or they might find themselves clamping their jaw. If you're looking for your personal stress and it's not immediately obvious, the sort of place to look is the eyes. You know, when you're sitting speaking to your friends and colleagues and family, look at their eyes, look how, how, how much stress they're keeping in their, in their facial expressions by seeing whether they're squinting, whether they're frowning. So you can see it there. Or it might be obvious. For most of us, if there's a difficulty in our life, grief or anxiety or anger or fear, we can point to it. There's a place in the body that it exists. And so what we do is we move our attention from our neutral spot to the discomfort in the body. And we leave our attention there as long as it's still comfortable. It needs to remain comfortable. If it becomes overwhelming in any way, 
you just move your attention back to your knee. So don't resist the temptation to just focus on the discomfort and keep your attention there. That's not helpful. What you're learning is two things. First of all, you're learning that the sensory element, the feeling part of an emotion, is a sensation. The same as if I pinch the skin in my hand with my nails on the other hand. It's a feeling, a sensation. And we're training our minds to become aware of that. That's very important. Because what happens is that that sensation and whatever it is that's causing our anxiety and our thoughts about it all become linked in our experience. And they're not, they're separate. We're learning to separate them. So we're learning that our emotion is a feeling. We're also learning that we can move our attention to and from that feeling. So we have the choice. We can allow ourselves to become aware of it and then we can move our attention away to whatever other part of the body we're focused on. Back to the discomfort, back to the neutral spot. And this is the meditation. Remember, you're in control. You can stop meditating whenever you want. That's the most important thing. You can spend as much or as little time sensing the uncomfortable feeling as you wish. So you can dip your toe in once and that's it for your meditation. Or you can do it a number of times. You can spend a second there, three seconds, five seconds, what, however long it, however long you're comfortable with. And then return your attention to the neutral spot. If it ever becomes too difficult, you just stop and you either re-engage with the practice at a, a different time, re-engage with another practice, something else that helps you work with your difficult emotions, the breathing techniques, relaxation, emotional release, which is something that I always teach, but not in the context of these sort of training sessions and gratitude practices. All of those areas, they all work to help to equip us to cope with difficult emotional states. And so you can, you can find one of those that works for you. This is a trial and error exercise. You find what works for you and what doesn't, you can just drop it. So this works for something like 30 or 40% of students. They find this a useful exercise when they're meditating. They notice uncomfortable emotions. They nominate a neutral spot. They move their attention backwards and forwards from the neutral spot. They learn to become comfortable with their difficult emotions. They learn that they have control over 
a duration of time that they're aware of it. And what happens is we get familiar with it, we get comfortable with it, and the intensity and duration of the discomfort diminishes over time. Okay, so I hope you found all of that useful. Feel free to drop me a line if you've got any questions.